スラサタンしよう What's up, everybody? It's Saturn Dave. It's Friday, Shiro Show Live. And、uh, we're missing Pat over here.、Uh, well, I, you know, I could actually、uh, I could put the sizing chart up there. There we've got Pat. <laughs> no,、uh, oh, and it looks like I didn't even size myself right on the set. But、uh, happy Friday.、Uh, you know, Pat is,、uh, I think, doing like a Friendsgiving celebration kind of thing, which is cool. So, you know, I wish him all the best, and we're, we're going to miss him for the show. Uh, but how's everybody doing?、Uh, I've got Anthony, Knight of Dragon, in the chat with me. He probably doesn't want to talk too much, but <laughs> if I have any questions, he can always correct me. Right, Anthony? Yeah, I'll do my best. Yeah, do I'll my do best. my best. Well, also, <laughs> you hate it when I'm spouting、uh, misinformation <laughs> anyway, so you're almost obligated to correct me.、Uh, <laughs> but no.、Um, Let me see. So, since I'm flying solo and doing this on my own, I guess I'll just start with、uh, my updates for the week. So, where do we, get, we begin?、Uh, Peter and I recorded another ed- Editor's Corner episode, and that went live on Patreon on Wednesday. That'll go public tomorrow,、uh, and that's on the、uh, fifth console generation. So, that'll be a fun one for you guys to check out.、Um, take a look at it, l l go live on YouTube and on Podbean or wherever you listen to podcasts. So, be sure to check that out. Again, it's just, you know, Nostalgic reminiscing of like the fifth console generation, what it was like, how the industry changed,、um, kind of like the, the seismic shift that happened. And a lot of the people that tried to kind of make a, a rush for to stake their claim in the industry, it worked for Sony, but it didn't work for others, you know. But、uh, anyway, so it was a very exciting time and,、uh, and it was a fun podcast to record with Peter. So check that out tomorrow. And then.、Uh, I got some magazine stuff to talk about. So, first off,、um, and this is kind of sad.、Uh, first, I got a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful issue seven of Sega Mania、uh, from those guys. They sent it over. We were doing kind of like a little trade thing, you know, where、uh, we send them a copy of our magazine, they send one of ours. And I was actually,、um, I was actually prepared to do like a promo code for this today on the show. And,、uh, And we were hoping to even put some information about Sega Mania in our next issue of Shiro、uh, Magazine. Sorry, but、um, unfortunately, they had to close down. And really, it's just,、uh, I guess it's something that was coming for a while. It was、um, so,、uh, contrary to my belief, to, to my first impression, was I thought that they were doing this for like a day job. I know that the I know the folks, some of the folks at、uh, Sega Powered are doing this for a day job, you know? It's like they're nine to five, you know? And they're pushing these issues out every month. It's a lot of work, grueling. We're talking like probably more than 80 hours in a, in a pay period, but, or 40 hours a week. But with this, It's just a passion project, and it was funded by the editor, like almost out of his own pocket, you know. And so, it's my understanding that they, it's just it's such a、um, you know, Tim was saying it's such a gruel or not grueling, what, what do you say, like a cutthroat? There's the competition in the UK games magazine scene is cutthroat, and it's just there's just not that many,、uh, you know. People out, you know, the demand is definitely small, but the demand is there. But it's just one of those things where they really started strong and then it kind of like kind of dwindled, you know, which is really sad to hear because they put out an excellent magazine、um, and a bunch of、uh, little nice touches. I, I guess I'll open it for you and, and show you guys.、Um, so while Sega Mania, the magazine, might be down, but maybe the podcast will continue, and I'm not sure. And then the guys who were involved, you know, some of them, it was like they got caught off guard. They didn't even know that it was going to shut down. So, I mean, I imagine they're probably interested in doing creative endeavors and stuff like that. So I wish them all the best, and I hope that they continue to create cool stuff.、Um, so, what this issue came with, it came with a little、uh, Sonic Triple Trouble. Uh, comic, little, little、uh, fan art comic, some really cool drawings in there. Unfortunately, it's keying out on my green screen, but yeah, it, it, it looks awesome. And、uh, it's even got like the little poster on the back with Knack there, the sniper.、Um, but yeah, that's cool.、Um, 
little bookmark with the artwork. Um, <clears throat> I forget who they said was the artist on the on the artwork, but um, they also included. And I I think that they normally do this with each issue. They include like a poster of the artwork, or you can. There's an option to purchase the artwork separately, and they included uh, for me just every single art little poster i guess of each piece of custom artwork created for the magazine which was really nice they didn't have to do that but they did it it was really nice um anyway uh you know the magazine itself this issue is you know i'm having fun going through it i haven't gotten to read the entire thing yet just because of time but i mean uh, near and dear to my heart because this is the issue where they kind of started covering uh, Sega Saturn. So, I mean, of course, you got some beautiful spreads in here about Virtua Fighter. Um, you got a uh, wonderful little interview here with Sega Lord X, Mel, my buddy. I think that's amazing. I think that's wonderful. Um, so, yeah, it's a very, like, community-focused magazine. Um, and I, oh, look at this. Look at this Daytona spread. If you can get this while you can, I, I highly recommend it. Let me tell you, like, startup magazines, this is kind of like an age-old story, but, like, this just happens, you know? I, I hate to say it. It's not their fault at all. Uh, everybody who ever started a magazine didn't think that they were just going to have to quit a few issues in but it's happened it's happened to a lot of folks and i actually love collecting short run magazines because a it's kind of easy to do you can you can actually collect an entire run of a magazine it's very rare they're very rare and a lot of times they're really really great magazines like maximum magazine was a uk magazine that was excellent um the uh Larry Flint, the guy who did Hustler, <laughs> funny enough, did a game magazine called Ultimate Gamer in the mid-90s, and it's got that, like, 90s attitude, and it's um, actually a really good magazine. It was released right around the time that Saturn was, like, uh, relevant, so it kind of favors, say, it kind of favors the Saturn, um, and I mean, you know, just because at the time, the Saturn was, like, firing on all cylinders, so it was a very... Not only a very relevant game console, but it was uh, quite a competitive game console. So, anyway, you know, my hat's off to these guys for creating something beautiful. Uh, and I hope folks enjoy it. I hope folks uh, are able to pick it up while they can and, and read it. Um, and I really appreciate them sending that over. That was great. Um... Gosh, I need to, uh, I need to take a look at the comments on the video because I just realized I, um, I'm not keeping up with that because I can't see it. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the browser. I'm looking at all sorts of other stuff. Let me, let me see if I can do that. Let me see if I can load up the video and take a look at the live chat. Um, I'll just see if there are any uh, questions that I may have missed. Uh, so... Yeah, you know, Rip Sonic Mania. Um, you know, just try. I, I would say, you know, I, I would, I would hope that everybody could just uh, give them some words of encouragement. You know, uh, this isn't the end for any of them. Like, uh, I'm sure they're they're all really talented, artistic people who love Sega, love the Saturn, um, and would probably love to go on and do more creative stuff. So, you know, I would just say, you know. If you happen to talk to them in any kind of groups or anything like that, just, you know, try to try to be encouraging and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see more great stuff from them. In the meantime, uh, Sega Powered is still running and they, they're putting out an excellent magazine. Um, and I know that the margins are thin even for that, you know, doing it as a day job, printing out as many issues as they are. It's still paper thin margins and, you know. I wish them all the best as well. I mean, because we're definitely... Shio Magazine is no competition. We're literally just a fanzine for Saturn fans. So what we're doing is just not even on the same level as them. Um, but yeah, okay, so I can see the uh, I can see the comments now. I'm pulling those up on my phone. So if you guys do have questions, um, please do uh, be sure to just, just ask. And I've got them here. Also picked up something else that's really cool. Uh, I'll try to be as quick as I can, but I, I, I was able to, uh, 
procure an entire run, well, issues 1 through 20 of Sega Brit Britain's uh, Sega Magazine, official Sega Magazine. Uh, Britain's only official Sega Magazine is what it's said. <laughs> this is the precursor to official Sega Saturn Magazine. And I'm, I, I'm, I only have a couple issues here to show you guys. Uh, so you can kind of see uh, just phenomenal. Like this is one of the sexiest looking magazines I've ever seen uh, in its layout. Like it uses like bold fonts and colors. Um, it's just hard to describe how sexy this magazine is compared to like everything else. Um, it's got just like these huge it's yeah again like i don't know you just have to see it and feel it to understand but uh there are quite a few awesome episode or not episodes but issues here you got the sega saturn one uh kind of introducing uh the sega saturn console what is it yes richard ledbetter did write for this um it was it was a lot of the same crew to be honest with you um so if you're reading like early if you were reading early uh ossm issues you're basically reading from the same crew um and I was telling Peter that in, in the recent podcast that we recorded is uh, by the time you get to the first issue of OSSM, you're actually already about a year into the Saturn's life on the market. And um, and so this is like all the early stuff, to be honest with you. Uh, where's that really slick, sexy, it's here. Like, see that? It's here. And you got all the, you got all the goodies for it virtual racing uh you know it's it, it really just comes down to like the layout the way that they kind of the way that they kind of presented the magazine it's it's first of all it's a large format mag which is always cool that they do that with the british magazines and then uh and then second of all it's just uh the content is is so good it would be one thing if it was just like all style and no substance, but I'm I'm kidding you not when I say like, look at this Astol projections, Astol projections. I like, I like that. Sega Power does that a lot too. Like they 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 do like the tongue in cheek uh, headlines, or bylines or whatever, um, which is it was always really fun. Um, so yeah, I. I I couldn't. Sh I obviously couldn't show you every single issue. I have like 20 issues of this, but. Um, Collecting these things is tough because if you go on eBay, they're what? They're about like 15 to 20 pounds per issue. And then it's like 24 pounds eBay global shipping just to ship a single issue, which is prohibitively expensive. So when I saw an entire lot go up for sale, I, I didn't even think twice. I was just like, I will not find this if I look for another year or two years. And when I do, it's going to just be prohibitively expensive. So yeah, I didn't think twice. Oh, look at this. It's official. And you got... Sorry that my light is kind of washing out the image, but... Uh, now, you can, you can actually look at all of these on the Out of Print Archive or on the uh, Internet Archive. So, shouts to those folks for helping to preserve history. Um, but again, when I love something so much, I just end up feeling like I gotta, I gotta grab it while I can, you know, so... Um, and I want to have it in my hands But yeah, so definitely go check out these They are the precursor to the Saturn magazine and they cover everything you want to know about the launch and all that good stuff So hey lacquerware, how's it going? Greg just dropped into the chat um, Paul is saying Saturn Dave cover art aim 25 cover and other artists would be great uh, Yeah um, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Sorry, I'm just like scrolling through you guys' uh, comments. But uh, anyway, yeah, TGIF for sure. I'm so glad that it's Friday. Uh, okay, wait, I got to save those. That's for later. That's for later. Okay, so um, I don't think I have some I have something else to report, but that'll come later when we're talking news. So um, yeah, the international shipping costs for for, you know, US to UK and, and vice versa really is tough you know like i i feel bad every time i see 
I log on to our PayPal and I see somebody has purchased the Shiro magazine in, in Britain and they've actually like coughed up the, the shipping. They want it that bad. You know, the, the, I mean, I'm honored and humbled that they want our magazine that bad that they're willing to pay what $19 for shipping or something crazy. I don't know. And I'm trying to ship it as cheaply as I possibly can, which is just standard, uh, international first class, international, whatever USPS, you know, it goes up from there as you try to do like UPS or, uh, DHL or any of that stuff is much more expensive, but, uh, okay. So needless to say, yeah. So picked up some magazines, Sega mania shouts to those guys. Uh, again, you know, rest in peace, but, uh, lo- love those guys. Hope they grow on to do some cool stuff, other cool stuff. Maybe keep the podcast alive. And, uh, if any of those guys want to come write for Shiro magazine, I would love to get submissions from them in a heartbeat, you know? Um, and, uh, and yeah, you know, again, like I say, I don't, I'm not, I'm not that surprised and I don't mean that with any disrespect, I, I just am saying like, I'm, it's just so common to, to start a magazine and get about seven or eight issues in. And then just, it, it's just so difficult to sustain, uh, from a financial standpoint, uh, and, and from a work standpoint that I really don't, I really just can't blame them for having to make that decision. Um, but anyway, I'm going to bring up the, I'm going to bring up the browser, um, Again, for folks who are just joining us, Pat couldn't be here today because he's got like a Friendsgiving thing, which for those that don't know, uh, it's like Thanksgiving with your friends. It's like the it's like the Thanksgiving gathering that you actually want to go to. <laughs> I already did one and it was fun, you know, get to get to hang out and drink with all your, uh, you know, close friends and don't have any drama or like weirdness around the table that you might have when uh, you end up... Uh, seeing family members that you haven't seen for a really long time, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah, so start starting off in the news, uh, let's see, we've got street fighter alpha or street fighter zero three. This was, uh, I'm actually put, I'm going to put, uh, Anthony on the spot here. He's going to have to unmute <laughs> and I, I want to know, Anthony, what do you think about this game? Do you have any opinions about street fighter zero three? On Saturn? Well, not really. Not a fan of the zero of the Alpha or Zero uh, series. Series yeah. as a whole. Are you like a OG Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two Turbo kind of fan, or just not Street Fighter at all? No, no. I'm more of a fan of the versus. Like the older Street Fighter stuff, outside of Super Street Fighter Two, I wasn't okay. a huge fan of. Mm-hmm, but once mm-hmm. like the, the versus stuff came in, that's when I started liking uh, the Street Fighter series again. I got you. I, like, I got you. Uh, I was a Mortal Kombat kid. Oh, yeah. And I mean, so was I. I mean, I think you could like, you could like both. But I mean, again, yeah, when we were kids growing up, you had, of course, Mortal Kombat, which was just phenomenally popular in the United States, at least in the West. Mortal Kombat, I mean, I think Mortal Kombat was pretty much popular all over the world, but definitely in the West. We loved the bloody, gory uh, fatalities and the friendships and the babalities and all that stuff. And so, Street Fighter was just completely different, you know? I mean, of course, the first Street Fighters uh, were were very quick and, and combo-driven, but also, like, when they when they hit the Alpha series, it was really just kind of, like, felt like an anime, you know, which was just starting to kind of get traction in the U.S. back then because we had very little exposure to anime back then. But, I mean, you had uh, basically a re-release of the Street Fighter series, but with like anime hand-drawn characters with like Alpha and then Alpha 2 just refined it that much more. Um, Alpha 2 is very, very well balanced. Some people prefer it over 3. It's just probably a very great point to jump in to the the Alpha series or the Zero series. Uh, And then of course, Zero 3 was just kind of like tuned up and just the pinnacle I would say in performance wise, animation, frames of animation and everything on the Saturn, um, you know, so, so it actually came out second on the Saturn. It came out first as alpha three on the dreamcast. And then it was a late release on the Saturn and believe it or not. And, and me, and this is one of those places where, you know, Anthony might correct me, but I've heard that because of the way that the Saturn's Ram is configured, um, it was really good at they were it was really good at receiving cps2 ports 
uh, very faithful CPS two ports where the Dreamcast was better at like CPS three ports. Uh, And I mean, the difference might be somewhat negligible, but essentially with the four meg uh, cartridge, uh, people say, so this is anecdotal, but people say that the Saturn looks better or that the frames of animation are, are better and that it's some somehow a little bit better than the Dreamcast version. Um, I don't know. Not being a Street Fighter fan, I don't know if you have an opinion on that, Anthony, but... I mean, I think it just comes down to the game coming out later, so they had more time to right. polish it up. And they had more time to polish it up. Yeah. And it wasn't like anything the Saturn couldn't handle from the get-go, you know? And actually, in with that extra 4 meg RAM cart which is required for the game to run uh not just optional and it does use the four megs not the one meg you know uh so you know essentially it's as faithful as you can get to the arcade without being an arcade cab um the 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 dreamcast version also um you you can play the dreamcast version with a stick but if we're talking at all about playing with a pad then it's like no contest to the saturn is going to be the better version with the saturn pad um it had those isms, you know, like the Z ism, and uh, I, I, some people are like not fans of the ism modes, but that distinguish it from the previous Zero Alpha games. Uh, the the three modes: delivering polish and uh, versus fighting bliss is what Peter calls it. Uh, anyway, it it really, if you haven't played this game, if you haven't seen it run on the Saturn, it could easily be one of the greatest showpieces for the Saturn's ability to uh, put up 2D graphics quickly. Like, like when it comes to, when it, <laughs> all isms are shit-isms. <laughs> That's what Blue Moon says. Um, <laughs> I don't get the hate for the isms. I mean, at this point in time, you had so many different... Yeah. You have so many people use the different Street Fighters that this right. one kind of combined Just choose your flavor. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're entitled to like whatever you like. It... it it, again, it it's tough when so like I find that people really will find a Street Fighter game that they really like and then just get really really good at that. But if you're like wanting to be the end all at Street Fighter games, you're going to have to get used to like several different <laughs> fighting, several different control screens and fighting styles. You know, with the uh, little gimmicks that they throw in there for the games, like so because like Third Strike is completely different than Zero Three. Uh, so jumping from one to another, uh, if you've been like, if you've been just, uh, you know, really, really practicing zero three and you go to like an arcade and you're playing third strike or something, uh, that can be tough to just like switch, uh, modes like that. But, you know, uh, I know folks that are that good at, at, uh, street fighter games that they're just, uh. Like pretty much good at every street fighter <laughs> and then there's folks like me who end up mashing the buttons more than not like i know the basic combinations and stuff like that but i don't really go deep into like how the isms work or how to use them for my advantage but um but again just from just from a graphics and music standpoint this game is by far one of if not the best 2d game on the saturn uh fire it up and just look at the attract mode and you'll see what i mean like it's just phenomenal and I have done, I have done a side-by-side of the Dreamcast and the, well, not a side-by-side, like a flipping the video input. So I've done Dreamcast and Saturn, both output to a professional VGA CRT monitor, right? Um, and basically run the attract modes and just like flipped over. And um, yeah, just like the, the volume of the music, the crispness of the music, the uh, just... The graphics are, again, like, it's one of those things where it could be just in my head. I think that it's a little better on the Saturn. But then the control, like, by far, you know, like, a virtu- give me a virtual stick or give me a Saturn pad, and that's the way to go right there. So, uh, unless, of course, you have access to an arcade cab, which in that case, you know, just enjoy yourself <laughs> playing the arcade version. But, you know, for the for the rest of us, this is probably the way to go although the game itself uh if you're looking to get a retail copy is very expensive okay so uh, this is a uh, easy recommendation for an ode or a burn but if you are like diehard saturn fan a diehard uh street fighter fan then you probably already own it to be honest it's just one of those have to have games 
Uh, next up in the news is something that just happened yesterday, I guess, last night or this morning. I don't know. It was like, uh, well, Friday morning in Japan, you know, so. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Yuji Naka got arrested for insider trading or at least alleged insider trading. He's suspected of uh, purchasing roughly 20,000 US dollars worth or 2.8 million yen worth of shares in uh, aiming which was the company that would jointly develop the uh, the new mobile Dragon Quest Tact mobile game. And, and he did this before it was public knowledge that, uh, that that was going to be the joint developer of the game. So it was like he got a tip off that uh, three, basically three Square Enix employees uh, learned of the joint development and then immediately went out and bought aiming shares. So Naka bought 20 grand uh, USD worth of shares. Um, C. And then the announcement went live on February 5th. Uh, so investigators said, investigators list the co-conspirators as former Square Enix employees, Taisuke Sazaki, uh, who initially obtained the information, and then Fumia, uh, Fumiaki Sazaki, uh, the two collectively purchased 162,000 shares, equaling 47.2 million yen, roughly 337,000 U.S. dollars. All three men were arrested. Fuji News Network reports it's not clear if the men had sold their shares. Of course, this relates to this relates to Saturn because, of course, Naka is famous for Nights into Dreams and Sonic. And uh, and also Balan Wonderworld, I guess, was the you know his in with Square Enix and where he would have found out about this information. So um, yeah, we'll see. He doesn't appear to have a significant criminal history. Uh, I think we would have heard about it if if he did. Uh, Japanese criminal justice system does allow arrested suspects to bail out of jail, according to the Ministry of Justice. Though a judge can deny the bail. If there are concerns that the suspect may destroy evidence, Japanese news reports yet to show when Naka will appear in court or if bail is allowed. Shouts to Nick Pandemonium for writing this up. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to read some of these comments. But yeah, you know, like public opinion is not great right now when it comes to Naka. Uh, because of some things that he's said, you know, the way that he's conducted himself on social media and he's been pretty vocal on social media and then just, you know, this doesn't help. Certainly doesn't help. You know, interestingly enough, who else, uh, public opinion is definitely not favoring right now is, uh, Tommy Tallarico. And I just watched this like crazy, like two hour documentary Two was it two, three, I don't know, <laughs> documentary yesterday on, on, uh, the, uh, Roblox oof. And uh, it started out as a little documentary about like who created the Roblox oof. And then, oh my God, it just like went off the rails. And I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> like seriously, Man. if I, did you see that? I, I started watching it, but after it was like two hours long, 20 minutes, it's in, I'm like, so I can't good. do this. I had to turn it off. Oh my God. You got to watch it. You got to make time. It's so good. It's so good. And it's so crazy. Um, I mean, like, I don't like, I don't like saying mean things about people or, well, I mean, I think everybody is guilty of doing that. Um, I try not to, you know, because it, it all comes around, right? You know, so what I'll say right now is not intended to be mean. It's just factual. Like this video made a very, very strong argument for the fact that Tommy Tellerico is probably a compulsive liar. Okay. And like, that's a thing, you know, like, yeah, some people are just jerks and, and they lie to get ahead. And some people like they believe their lies so much. They, 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 they tell their lies so so many times they forget that they're lies. And before you know it, they believe it. And then the lie like explodes and it just kind of blooms into more lies. And, you know, one lie begets another lie until like pretty much you don't know the difference between truth and lies anymore. And like for case in point the videos that he would put up on youtube saying that they were mtv cribs he was never on mtv cribs ever never 
uh, you know, games that he would say that he was credited for, that he created or helped create, he was not in the credits at all. Not acknowledged or otherwise. <laughs> like, he did not work on Metroid Prime. He was not even listed among the credits in Metroid Prime. Uh, his company, and, and that's another thing is, you know, um, this is a very hot topic. Credit where credit is due is something that is important no matter what level you operate on, whether you are tiny, tiny, small fish like Shiro, or whether you're somebody huge in the industry like Tommy Tallarico, like giving credit where credit is due is going to be important because like, especially in this day and age, uh, you know, A, it'll catch up with you and B, it's just important because People deserve credit for the hard work that they do. And also, we can't be creating these like alternate histories where people in the future need to go back and get accurate information about who created what. And they can't find that because the people who really worked on it have been, you know, kind of just swept under the rug. And the people who get credit for it are like Warren Spector or something like that, you know, whoever, whoever happens to own the company, you know? So again, you know, like he may own the oof because his company bought it or, or own, owns the rights to it. That doesn't mean that you can, you know, as time goes on, just change the story to, I created it, you know? Um, and that's just a small, that's just a small little thing on the list of things that he says he created. Um, you know, it's a fun video. It, it was a great video, honestly. So um, I don't have, you know, like I don't, I definitely don't want people giving Tommy a hard time or a harder time than he's already had online as any result of anything that I've said. All I can say is that based on the information I've seen, dude seems to really need to go get some help. You know, like he really seems to maybe need to seek therapy uh, for what is an actual uh, mental disease, you know, or disorder, you know, compulsive lying. Uh, if it gets to that degree, I think is something you, you actually need to like seek help for. Um, but anyway, that's my take on that. Uh, I know it wasn't a news article, but it was just something else where I was like, wow, both of these people are being blasted right now. And in, in the terms of the, the court of public opinion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, I think we've heard, I think we've heard Tallarico's side. He's very vocal. He's very vocal. You know, anyway, watch the video. Um, I'll put a link to it. I'll put a link to it. And, you know, you could, you folks can watch it and decide for yourself, you know, uh, form your own opinions. Um, couple, I don't know, a couple shows back, Pat and I discovered a, a new, I don't know, somebody posted on, on Facebook. Uh, they, they saw there were, there were replacement cases up on uh, AliExpress. Which doesn't exactly, it doesn't exactly surprise me because with anything that's produced over in China, anything that's fabricated over in China, um, there's just not a whole lot of oversight or ability to really hold them account, those factories accountable to not be making stuff on the side. You know, like if they have the tooling and they have the molds and stuff like that, really what's to stop them from making a little extra on the side and, uh, and sell it and it works its way onto AliExpress. And I think, um, that's the case with anything that's printed PCB, you know, uh, based, you know, uh, a lot of like retro gaming, uh, a lot of retro gaming accessories or salute, uh, video solutions and stuff like that end up working their way on AliExpress. Uh, and of course the, the, uh, the prices are always, the clincher, you know, like the prices are always very, uh, tempting, but you get what you pay for. And that's kind of the, I want to say that's like the takeaway from this review, but it might not be a deal breaker for everybody. So I'll, I'll let them know capitalism. Exactly. I mean, you know, that's the thing. You cannot be mad here are like Western, uh, here, are, here, are, you know, Americans who are like, I'm going to take advantage of how cheap it is to produce stuff in China. Well, this is the cause and effect, you know, unintended or intended consequences of making that kind of a decision to try to 
drive down costs rather than just producing it in America, you know? Uh, you have to deal with that kind of stuff. There's actually something funny about these cases. Go ahead, tell me. I'm, su I'm surprised you actually didn't check this out. If you go to order 10, it actually costs more than the Amazon stuff. If you order 10? Because of the yeah. shipping, right? So so here's yep. what I noticed. Here's what I, so, so pros and cons, right? Pros and cons. If you just need a handful of these cases, less than 10, right? You might actually save a buck or two, right? Because there are three, what? Okay, let me see here. They are, here's how they come, by the way. <laughs> they come, <laughs> uh, let's see, open image and new tab. So they come like that, <laughs> just uh, in, in a huge, they just wrap it up, wrap, 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 wrap with a bunch of, uh, and it's just all this like misshapen blob of uh, padding. But it gets to you in one piece. At least that's my experience. So that's a plus. They're $352 per case. Okay, $352 USD. Now, if you're from Canada, you can buy these and have them shipped to your country. I don't think that's the case with the Amazon cases. The case. Yeah, that's a pun that I, that I uh, used throughout the article. But um, just the finish and feel of these is what you would expect. It's very cheap. Like, imagine something that's been injection molded, but then they didn't bother to, like... Oh, oh. They did not bother to trim the plastic off of the edges. So you have like you could you have this serrated edge that you could almost cut yourself with. Um hot from far away, but not so great up close. Uh and then there's all sorts of little things like you just oh here's something. I I I can't show you with my camera, but the plastic itself has kind of a rainbow you know the rainbow bars that you get in sonic uh <laughs> when you use a bad video connection it's kind of like that the cover of the the cover of the amazon one is crystal clear completely reflective like a glass mirror and then the one uh for the aliexpress one is kind of dimpled or, or it's got like a kind of a wobbly surface and it has like rainbow banding across it like the way that it reflects light it's like got this rainbow banding um it just everything about it feels cheap i don't know like they feel the same in the hands and if i was blind i could probably just say oh yeah it's the same thing but again like the edges are where you notice it the plastic itself um on the spine and stuff like that the the clear plastic itself is kind of like got these tiny little air bubbles in it very very tiny air bubbles that essentially result in kind of like a hazy finish okay um and then you've got the tray the insert tray first of all it's china right so they're not so worried about litigation and so they don't mind um printing the compact disc logo without obtaining a license to do so whereas you know the product that's sold in america out of the las vegas amazon plant um just foregoes that little detail they they omit the the compact disc logo from their insert trays um because they don't want to get sued and why would they for something so trivial um and the same goes for um limited run games limited run Saturday of short review. It's China. Well, I'm getting... Hold on. There's there's more, okay? There's more. Uh, there, there, I'm actually going to bring it on home here. But it, it, here's the thing. So, yeah. So, limited run games, theirs went up for like 80 bucks for 10. So, they were like $20 extra. They were like $100 or $80 for 10. So, they were more expensive than the Amazon ones. And then they packaged them so, like... So, I don't know. Look at this. Um, limited run package them like this with the trays, the inserts and the jewel cases separate. And that resulted in like cracked cases upon arrival. A lot of people were upset and had to get refunds or had to like have them reshipped. Subsequently, they're all sold out on limited runs, uh, website. However, limited run has opened up their own Amazon storefront and is selling these for 65, 18 quite arbitrary uh price i don't know why the eight but anyway 65 18 for 10 that still comes out about five dollars more than the amazon ones and from what i can tell they're no different i mean they are different but they're no different <laughs> like quality wise i haven't seen anybody 
say that the that the limited run ones are any better you know and they continue they persist to ship them like this so roll the dice if somebody buys the limited run um uh, cases on amazon let me know you know let me know what you find out i would be interested to to know how they compare and how they get to you you know but i'm not brave enough to to take that uh leap of faith so anyway, with the Amazon cases, you get them uh, wrapped like this. I was showing you up here. Uh, you get them in a box like that, lots of bubble wrap, and then each one is individual, individually um, wrapped in a plastic sleeve. But it is removable, and you can put it back on if you need to. Um, then you've got the the you got the AliExpress ones, which are individually shrink wrapped. Okay, so once you take it, the shrink wrap off, it's off. But that's that's a small thing. It's not really going to bother anybody. Um, like I said, the fit and feel, the finish is a little rough. Rough around the edges, literally, on the AliExpress ones. A little bit hazy on the plastic. A little bit, you know, cheap on the tray insert. But you do get the compact disc logo. And the, the ribbing or, like, the ridges, the corrugated backing of these uh, tray inserts is more of a, like kind of a suggestion i would say rather than like a deliberate there it is with the amazon cases it's quite clearly there and with the aliexpress cases it's just kind of a a subtle impression so where am i going with this i think what happened is i think that as someone suggested they did use the same tooling and injection molds but i think they're using cheaper crappier plastic because it's cheaper, right? I mean, they got to do anything they possibly can to get the cost down so that they can, you know, sell these for a competitive price. And, and I don't even know how they got to me for how much they got to me uh, shipped. And, and those folks still made a profit. I don't know. Um, Ace of Disco says he received a set of 20 busted up jewel cases from Amazon once. That's unfortunate. I hope that they were able to I hope they were able to hook you up with a replacement because I I've never had I mean I do the customs uh, you know the reproduction uh, hypothetical you know US re long box releases of uh like Japanese games and stuff and so I've ordered quite a few of the ones from Amazon uh from uh what is it VG VGC online and I've never had any problems but then again I'm in San Diego and they're in Las Vegas so that's a short trip Maybe if it's going to like Alaska or something like that, maybe it's different. Um, but I mean, that's a good point. I'm, thanks for thanks for pointing that out. They're not infallible, but um, the spindle, the little thing that you put the disc on, it's it's kind of crappy on on the. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's tough to get the disc on there uh, on the AliExpress ones. And then it's tough to get it off once you get it on there. <laughs> Whereas the the Amazon one just kind of feels more or less like an OEM tray insert. You know, disc comes on, disc goes on, disc comes off. Um, so how much do you really... So here's the thing. Side by side, if you can't tell the difference and all you care about is just having a case that's not cracked and that it has working hinges that you can put on your shelf maybe saving a couple bucks and really that's all it is is a couple bucks is gonna make it worth it to you or you live in canada and you need to be able to buy these things like again i'm not sure that you can buy the the you know standard amazon like the vgc online ones from amazon and have them shipped to canada now Interestingly enough, the L the limited run games ones, which will run you five dollars extra for that pack of ten, so basically six fifty a case. Those ones are sold and shipped by Amazon. Obviously, I mean they're limited run cases, but I guess however they have it set up, they're sold and shipped by Amazon. So maybe try Amazon.ca up in Canada and let me know if you guys can buy the limited want run cases on amazon i know peter was having a hard time getting access to these anymore so that's where the aliexpress ones might be your only choice you know um let me see here um i will tell you this i will tell you this um shadow mask made a point of uh saying that the cheaper ones might break off well that's just the thing these 
the plastic is almost like the plastic is almost like that flexible kind of cheap cheap flexible plastic so it's not like the brittle type of plastic um spin cd spindle that might break off like the oem cases instead it's more kind of like the cheap kind of the cheap kind of flexible plastic that dentists that children's like toys at the dentist are made of like it's just it's just cheap i don't know what you guys expect but um but yeah so all told if you buy four or five cases like this and pay 577 for shipping um and then what 352 per case you're looking at about five dollars per case which is a literal savings of one dollar per case versus going amazon and getting them quickly um which picture do you want to see shadow oh the that one right there so let me see here this right here and then this right here let's let's do this okay so here is the spindle on uh this is the spindle on the amazon case all right i'll, I'll go real big i'll go, <laughs> I'll go i'll zoom in there okay that's the spindle on the amazon case right there and then this is the spindle on the vgc or sorry on the aliexpress case see what i mean like uh it's just different it's like a it's entirely different kind of plastic which makes sense that the ridges or the corrugations uh are not as are not as pronounced because it's possible that this kind of plastic you can't get like fine detail in it it's just kind of too uh uh <laughs> i don't know flexible uh i don't know anyway so yeah it's a little cheap but yeah it is what it is guys um the there's really nothing quite like a oem saturn case if if you've kept good taking good care of your games and they don't have broken um they don't have broken hinges and stuff i usually don't i usually won't replace my oem cases with any of these if i don't have to but if it's an absolute disaster i'm not going to go cannibalize a sports game just to get the case chances are it hasn't been treated well anyway and the sports game will probably have scuffs on the cover and everything too so but there you go so if uh if you're looking to save a, just a couple of bucks and like anthony said i mean if you buy a ton of these if you buy 10 then it's not even a savings anymore so literally the market for this is if you only need a couple of cases or you're in canada or somewhere where they don't ship to you okay but still i'm giving you guys the option here's a link at the bottom of the article to the aliexpress cases a link to the amazon cases the quote-unquote second run um, and then a link to the limited run cases. Um, as far as, you know, do they, let's see, let me take the browser down for a second. Uh, as far as the case itself, does it, somebody asked, like, does it have that problem where it comes undone? I'm going to say no. Like, there's enough of a clasp there that it doesn't really, um, it's going to work. It's, it's going to be fine. But again, this Amazon one is just super clean, aside from my fingerprints on it. It just, the fact that I, I don't even have the labeling, I don't have the packaging anymore, and I know exactly which one is which, just holding them in my hands and looking at them from a foot away. It's not even kind of, uh, it's not even kind of hard to guess. It's quite obvious. Oh, uh, another thing, another thing that I just noticed is that the AliExpress one has more, has um, a greater number of those little injection um, spots. I, the like the little um, the little circles that are left kind of on the surface from where where they injected the plastic from. There are more of them on the AliExpress one. So I don't even know. Like I don't even know if it, they did use the same. I don't even know if they did use the same mold or 
It really doesn't look like it's the same. It Just doesn't. Just from what you're shown? No. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it, yeah, so it's crazy. Like, I don't know, maybe they copied uh, Limited Runs. You know, because Limited Run, they had theirs done, and they didn't use the same tooling as uh, Chris Alaska, the, the, the dude who founded the VGC Online. So you, you maybe, maybe these folks actually copied the Limited Run cases. Who knows? And again, it just seems to me like the plastic itself is cheaper. The materials that they're using is cheaper. And then they're not taking any time or effort to like, um, to smooth them out or remove any of the brads or the little, um, chafy bits like on the edges, you know, it's just, you're going to get a serrated edge. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't recommend them. I, I don't, but, uh, at all, like, but, uh, but again, like, are, there might be some there might be some cases where oh yeah like and and here I'm having the light from above reflect down onto the case and it's just like the surface it rather than being a smooth glassy surface it's kind of like a ripply you know that kind of like ripply plastic surface it's just really quite terrible <laughs> but we took the L uh, so that you guys didn't have to <laughs> okay so that's what Shiro does for you. That's what you get <laughs> with Shiro. Um, you know, uh, we also, uh, Pat and I are put in pre-orders for the, uh, the new Fenrir with the 21 and 20 pin connections, you know, so we're going to be reviewing those for you as well. Although I think I already know what my review is going to be, <laughs> which is that they're really, really good for the price, you know? Not even for the price. They're just really, really good ODEs. I'll have to get you set up with the uh, Wi-Fi so you can test that out too. Yeah, that'll be that'll be freaking amazing. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna put it in the daily driver or if I'm just gonna. I mean, I, I probably should because that's the one that has the bad CD drive. So probably that's what I'm gonna do then. Um, yeah. Let me see what I've missed in the comments here. let's see here any 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 questions anybody has uh frontiers is great from what i heard so i have egg on my face like here i thought i seriously thought from uh like what a failure in terms of marketing <laughs> i'm gonna say because the way that it looked in the in the trailers was terrible and then it come to find out it's actually very good and and actually that's not just like one person's opinion like a lot of people really like frontiers you know i think that the it, critic score it got around like 75 and usually fans tend to rate it a little higher you know especially if they're like super you know like big sonic fans that's another reason I wish uh, I wish Emerald was on the stream because he definitely would have an opinion about it because uh, he's been playing a lot. But uh, yeah, no, I believe one hundred percent it already. I say I believe Emerald one hundred percent it already. Totally not surprised. Totally not surprised. Uh, Am twenty five Albert is also a, a big Sonic fan. Loves the game. Says it's great. I trust him. Yeah. No. Like I I'm just gonna come out and say like I think they did a terrible job marketing it because the trailers that I saw made it look like it was this like just kind of like phoned in open world kind of copy you know of like Fantasy Star Online 2 or something like that you know it just didn't look very appealing to me but now it's definitely one that I'm going to want to pick up on my Switch and Christmas is right around the corner so that's probably something I'm going to ask for oh well I'm Honestly, I'm glad to be able to say I was wrong uh, because uh, we really needed a good Sonic game after, after all this time, you know? So, uh, yeah. Anything else? It's Anything else we want to talk about? Oh, you know, it's... Uh, I, I, I don't have time. <laughs> Blue Moon says, don't at me. I'm going to at you, Blue Moon. I'm, gonna, I'm going to call you out right now, Blue Moon, uh, because... I was, we had more news this week and more stuff to talk about. So I really didn't have time to do what I was originally planning, which is my like annual, uh, I just get here in front of the mic and I just shout people in the community uh, because I'm thankful for all of you guys. 
And uh, it's it's Thanksgiving, and I know it's a little uh, mushy or a, a little like you know per, perhaps a little cliche, but uh, Thanksgiving is a great opportunity to a great excuse to just say thank you to folks and and to just show that you're thankful for for friends and for extended family. The Shiro uh, Discord community is kind of an extended family for me. I'm in here day in and day out. Um, I've I've met a lot of great people through the Shiro Dis- Discord community and and the extended. Uh, Saturn community and uh, no I'm just thankful for like so many people that have joined up and and just kind of you know engaged and uh, and created cool stuff and just uh, um, I'm definitely definitely thankful for Blue Moon uh, who has like single-handedly bankrolled a lot of shiro stuff you know you've helped keep the lights on and that doesn't mean i don't mean to mitigate anyone else's contribution but definitely like you have just uh i don't know gone out of your way to support us in the in the youtube streams and everything and uh and so like i'm super grateful for for that and then also um just incredibly grateful for all of the for all of the folks in the uh, patching and translation and uh, homebrew community, you guys are what's keeping the Saturn community alive, no doubt. I mean, Shiro is just, we just report on news, really. I mean, and, um, you know, we we love doing it and we love telling everybody, you know, getting excited. We love trying to help people get excited about Saturn, you know, but really it's like folks like Anthony here, uh, believe it or not, and folks like... Uh, you know, AM25 in the chat, you know, he's creating a game. Lacquerware, Greg, working on Stellar Assault, amazing. Danthrax is on that too, and so is Shadow Mask. Um, I'm just scro- just scrolling the people who are watching and commenting on this stream. Um, Scotty Mofo Show you, you, uh, puts out a lot of great content, just did a charity stream. Um, I mean... Uh, you guys like there's just so many of you guys who are helping to uh you know breathe life into this community and make this a fun and exciting place to be so my hat's off to all of you guys i did i'm not gonna i don't want to name like specific names because then i i will forget and i won't name everybody and somebody will feel left out but i just want you to know my heart and thoughts go out to all of you guys and i'm i I'm just so incredibly thankful and grateful to all of you guys for the hard work that you do a lot of times for very little praise or very little uh, recognition. Malenko has been just knocking it out of the park lately too. And he sent me a lot of uh, little builds and stuff like that of the work that he's doing. And everybody whose work is here on the back right here (laughs) that uh this video that nick did you know he put together this nice little sizzle reel of projects that you guys have worked on in the community and so shouts to all of you for that um lacquerware says thanks for sending me and again like we can't we couldn't shout you guys enough we couldn't um, I'm so excited about Stellar Assault. I really am. I'm like, I'm giddy like a kid on Christmas. I, I Seriously, I'm more excited for that than whatever I'm going to get on Christmas. No lie. Like, <laughs> what, I will get some earbuds or I don't know. I'll get something cool on Christmas. But when I get Stellar Assault in English on Saturn, I, that's Christmas for me. That's when I'm celebrating, <laughs> you know, seriously. Um, and uh, yeah, shouts to Nick for those wonderful mini documentaries uh it's like nick's videos are kind of like the video version of the the saturn magazines that i love to read you know it's like he really just digs in deep and gives you so much content so much time and effort and love put into those videos it's just insane and uh all of my saturn shiro brothers um i will name you uh (laughs) starting with pat of course, who's not here. I miss you, bro. I love you like a brother. Um, K, of course, K Kona, a murder of crows, um, was an OG Shiro. And he's, I don't think here in the comments, but I just want him to know I love him. And that, you know, it was, it's just been amazing getting to know you. Thanks for all your help with PRGE. And of course, Peter, my uh, fellow editor in crime <laughs> on the magazine and just like an amazing writer on the, on the, on the site. And Ben, uh, who has helped me out with multiple technical things and also just he's just probably the most positive guy I know. Um, 
what uh Shadow Mask says, I just noticed the Den the Genki Dama Saturn logo. I do not know to which you were referring. Um <laughs> let me see, what else? I don't know. I I I I I don't think I can think of everyone else off the top of my head, but definitely oh Christmas again is gonna come uh when uh when Anthony and uh and Joe are done with like the Netlink stuff, you know. <laughs> I'm willing to wait for that as long as it takes, but I'm just so excited. I, I, I mean, like at this point, it's really a matter of time, you know, because they've got so much of it working. It really is just comes down to like they have day jobs and they've got to polish this stuff up when and when they can, you know. But uh, eventually, um, you know, Saturn Online is going to be incredibly exciting, and the barrier to entry is going to be lower, and more people are going to be able to do it. And that's really the important part because so far it's been very much an enthusiast thing that only the um, most dedicated of us have been able to do. You know, folks like Double Dime, who's crazy. <laughs> he's one of those dudes who'll just try almost anything. You know, he's got the Parsec thing going. He's got my hats off to that guy. And he's also the one organizing our, uh, organizing our uh, tournaments in the show discord. So, you guys are interested in Saturn online stuff, come get into our Discord and join one of those tournaments. We're doing uh, Decathlete right now, I believe. Rob, thank you. Thank you for the five bucks. Five, five, sorry, not five bucks, five pounds. I don't know how, how much that is in, uh, in, in bucks, but anyway. Um, will there be a Shiro show next Friday? You know, chances are good. Chances are good. I think that Pat is going to want to do some kind of Black Friday thing like he did last year. So at the very minimum, I think uh, it might be Pat uh, doing, you know, looking up Black Friday deals for y'all, and that that'll be cool. And maybe he'll do a game stream too. Although I won't, I won't put him in stone for that because who knows what his family uh, is going to be doing or whatnot. But uh, but I know he did last year. Whether or not I will be on is uh, kind of up in the air, but we'll see. If I am available, then I'll be on. Um, and if not, who knows, maybe Emerald will join him or something like that. So, um, definitely it would be great if we had like a, definitely it'd be great if we had a, like a Black Friday stream. That would be cool. Scotty Mo says, uh, as a DreamPie owner, I'm pretty excited to see what happens with Saturn Online. Got to make the gradual transition, mess with your Saturn network adapter. You know, it's so easy. That's the thing is Joe, Joe's tunnel just makes it so freaking easy. Uh, you literally just download his uh you, you download his little software and his pat patched games i think you have to request access to his little his little repo of games but i mean makes it so so easy so anyway um yeah so uh, i don't know i i probably need to wrap because uh i gotta go pick up some pizza <laughs> because it's it's friday tgif it's pizza night and uh and this stream is more than over <laughs> at this point like i'm just kind of rambling now so i'm going to go ahead and thank our patron supporters you guys can be a patron supporter patreon supporter um if you want uh we have different tiers but for those that support us at the $10 or up level i'm going to read your name off right now with a huge shout steve steven johnson thank you bro stone man justin nate lawrence a murder of crows gem clash or rank Cerulean, Robert Ramsey, Nutrageous, Blue Moon 95, Tanuki Trev, Johannes Fetz, Rowan Dinked, Derek Pascarella, aka A Team, Shadow Mask, Mamdu, Madar, or Mamphus, we call him, uh, Emerald Nova, and Young Money Sui. Uh, thank you all for your uh, continued. Uh, thank you all for your continued uh, financial support at the $10 up level. We really, really appreciate it. You guys have definitely helped us do some cool stuff and continue to um, keep the service running and everything. I needed to actually talk to Pat about uh, possibly bringing our Discord onto Nitro because I think that's something we sh could do now that we have enough funding for it. I don't know if that'd be something you guys would be interested in. Let me know. If you'd be interested in having our Discord go Nitro, um, I would need to talk to him about that first. But anyway, it's something I've been thinking about. Um, but yeah. 
Um, <laughs> just reading the comments as they come in. Yeah, so anyway, uh, cheers to everybody. Uh, go have a great Friday evening. Uh, watch some movies or watch some, check out some streams. Is uh, Shadow Mask going to be doing that uh, movie stream that he does, the VHS movie stream? If so, let us know um, in the comments. I think that's something he usually does on Friday night, right? Um, anyway, and then until next time, this is Saturn Dave reminding you guys that you must play Sega Saturn, and I will catch you later. See ya.